Hey, listen to this cool, hip, rad song, man. No way, man. We're listening to a podcast instead. Wait, wait, which one? <laughs> Here, j- just give me the aux cable. You'll love it. The aux cable has been plugged in, and now so are you. I am? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Coming up in this episode, how to gain the confidence to release your own music. Things we've learned that have blown our minds. Completely. And how to get egg out of your carpet. Egg? Egg. 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 This week on the Ox Cable! And welcome to the Ox Cable, your show for the latest in Adventures and Odyssey news, now in podcast form. <laughs> for those no. who don't have time to read, I'm your host, been recording on the Odyssey Kevin McCreary. Wait, have Oops. you been doing that? Yeah, I have. I didn't know. It was fun. We've been reviewing. Should I just go back and do it over? No, <laughs> this is the Ox Cable, okay. actually, everybody. Okay. Hello, everybody. Yeah, hello. <laughs> but yeah, the Odyssey Scoop has been fun. We've been reviewing some of the episodes from album 70, I think. Anyway, I'm Matthew Bird. I'm Ryan Matlock. This is the show in which we answer questions or something. I don't remember do. the tagline we- that you usually say. Where we get you plugged into advice on everything. Everything. Yeah. I'm Ryan Matlock. And I'm Matthew and Bird. No. How are you, Matthew Bird? I'm okay. I'm actually tired. Like, well, it's a different kind of tired than normal. Usually I'm just like, Bleh, but today it's like, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. I've had a lot of those days recently. Oh, well. Like how- in the last six weeks. So how are you, know? you then? So why? Tell me why. Well, because I had a baby. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, what? What? Yeah. Wait, does everybody, did we talk about, no, is this news for everybody? Or is, did everybody no, know we, about this we've, before? We've talked about we were pregnant. We right. just hadn't said that we had the baby on the podcast. I let everyone know on like social media and stuff. Right. Okay. So, but still, that's exciting. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations to you and your wife, Hannah. Thank you. It's okay to Thank say her you. name, right? Oh, yeah. We, she's been on the show uh-huh. before. Of course it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the baby's name is Eliana. Oh, my goodness. That's adorable. Yeah. I've seen she's a picture. Adorable. She's cute. Maybe we should put a picture in the show notes. Show links. Show links. Anyway, I'm so happy for you guys. It's a, Thank you. It's a long time coming because, like, I mean, it feels like the longest nine months ever. <laughs> right. Right, seriously, it did feel like forever, and then it, and then like, so we actually were expecting, with how everything was, we were like, yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised if the baby was like a week or two late, and you know we were in a birth class and they were like, oh yeah, the due dates are crazy, like it, the baby practically never comes on the due date, and then we were planning to have like a week or two left, and then baby came. Like five hours after her due date, five hours. Yeah, so so it was like five in the morning the next day. Really? Yeah, that's insane. Yep. So she was pretty much right on time, and it was it was kind of like wait wait this is this is happening. 
But, you know, then it happened and we, we got home and we've been chilling out with baby. Well, that's great. And I know that you've had time right. off from your job so that you can spend yes. time with your family, which yeah, is I had really four nice. Weeks. I had four weeks of full on leave. And then I had two weeks where I was just working uh, half time. And I will be back to full time after this uh, Thanksgiving weekend. That, that's when we're recording oh, this that's episode. Right, it's Thanksgiving because it's weekend. American Thanksgiving. Duh. American Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I did remember that the other day, but then I forgot today. So, yeah. How dare you? How? Okay. Ha! <laughs> but we have questions to questions? answer. Questions? Oh, my goodness. We don't have time to dilly-dally. No dilly or dally. The people have requested our Attention? massive intellects to be devoted to answering oh a few my questions. Goodness. Okay, so uh, we did a different thing slightly for these questions. What did we we asked people on what was it called? On oh yes, yes, we did a little bit different because we haven't had much in this way, in the way of submissions to the email. But I went out on Twitter and I said, "Yo." Give me some questions. And I went out on some random discords, uh, including the Ox Cable Discord, which you can get to on the website if you are interested in joining a fantastic community. Um, and I just said, hey, I need some questions. And I got so many in like a 10 to 15 to 20 minute period. Y'all are awesome. And unfortunately, there were so many that we can't answer them all in this episode. But we have plenty for this episode and next episode. So that's good. And the first one we're going to answer is from Chris Howard. Chris Howard, who has been on the show before. He has. And he has his own things he, that he does on YouTube. And yeah, he live streams every Monday yeah. and we watch it and it's fun. Cool. So what did Chris Chris have to ask us? He has to ask us, what's a fact you learned recently that absolutely blew your mind? Okay. So I have a sort of like, whoa, one and then like a sad one that was so like, how about I go first with like my whoa one and then like you yeah. go and then I'll go with the sad one last and then we'll just. I feel like the sad one is the same as my sad one. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, well, okay. we'll get there. Okay, and then so we'll what's look. your okay. whoa one? My whoa one is like the fact. Okay, so like I had a like a moment the other day. Um, I can't remember exactly what day it was, but it was I think a couple weeks ago now, actually. <sighs> okay, it's not really a fact, okay, because I haven't had a fact blow my mind for a while now. Um, usually, I'm the one learning the facts and telling them to people, so I haven't had a fact blow my mind so like recently. Um, because usually, that's me doing it to other people. Okay, so um, one like like for example, like I tell people like, oh, did you did you know the word news actually comes from uh, what is it called the um. What is it called when a word is made up of like initials from other words? And an acronym. Acronym. That's what I couldn't think of it just now. An acronym. News is an acronym for North, East, West, South. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's how it originated. It was an acronym. It was part of actually a thing. So like when people went out to get the news from from things, like there would be people who would like physically go to other uh, communities and they would get like information about what's happening in the other communities and they would come back. And so they would go in from all directions, North, East, West, South. 
and they would get the, the information from these other communities and it was collecting the, the, the latest happenings from Northeast, West, South, the news. And it was, it was an evolution that became news. How much do you want to bet that that's actually the case? I'm really poor right now, so <laughs> I both want to say everything and nothing at the same time because, like, if I said everything, then that wouldn't make much of a difference. But I also want to say nothing because then that's more responsible. <laughs> PolitiFact. The word newspaper stands for Northeast, West, South, Past and Present Event Report. Pants on fire, truth a meter. <laughs> newspaper is not an acronym for Northeast, West, South, Past and Present Event Report. Well, then whoever told me that is a liar. It's so it is actually it's I've heard that before. And it's actually so because I got this, this from like a factual thing. Like, where was this? I got this from like a somewhat like a thing that is reputable usually. Okay, so I'm actually quite mad. What about was this. it? I can't remember what yeah. it was now. This is the sort like, of thing that I think I read once too, and I was but no, like, like oh, I didn't so read cool. this from like an like a like a fun fact thing. I read this from like a somewhat reputable thing, a source. So I'm actually uh-huh. quite mad. I can't remember what it was now, but I'm actually quite mad now. Yeah, so there, there's another one. So here's another thing. There was another thing that said news stands for notable events, weather, and sports. Okay, no. And no. yeah, and so both of those are things that have kind of evolved as sort of myths, things that people spread around and it makes sense, so they keep spreading it around. But it actually, it's literally just new things or like the plural of news Retcons. where the news comes from. Real life retcons. What? Real life retcons. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel bad because, like, I don't want to be like that. That fact that you thought was so cool. Okay. Uh, but no. no. Usually, okay. Usually, my facts are true. Okay, that one is turns that, out to be this false. This is accurate. Usually, yes. my facts are accurate because usually I'm like more like okay, but like okay, I have that was a bad example. Okay, I'm sorry. Now I feel like I'm a stupid and I gave a really no, bad example. No, you're not okay. stupid. Uh, I didn't want to just call you out on the air. Okay, but, <laughs> but thank you for fact. I do actually, I will admit when I'm wrong. Okay, so like, oh. you know what actually annoys my brother because like usually, um, like you know we will we uh, we 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 will admit when we're wrong. Uh, so when we are like fact checking each other, um, uh. It annoys him because, like, I will actually not only like say say he's wrong, but like actually like, prove that he's wrong, and vice versa. <laughs> but usually, it turns out that I'm usually right, and he, he it really annoys him because, like, not only am I right, but like I prove I'm right, and then reprove I'm right, and then like a week later, I'll be like, "Hey, Josh, no, I found a, another proof that I'm right. Here, here, here it is," and like this one's like the definitive proof kind of thing, right? And it's just like, and he's like, "Yes, I get it. Okay, stop." <laughs> right sorry i'm just like now like hounding it that i'm a know-it-all um (laughs) (laughs) uh sorry so i'm gonna change it slightly from a fact that i learned recently ish to like the fact okay i had a moment uh it's related to a fact i had a moment where it hit me it really hit me that like ryan is married has a child and it just like it really just blew my mind and i was uh like the passage of time and um i was reading some uh uh a study about 
the perception of time and how it relates to your age. Mm -hmm. So it speeds up as you get older, right? Yes. And so they were trying to figure out why uh, that phenomenon happens, right? So (laughs) the older you get, you're like, you're like, oh, life is going just so fast now. And like when you're younger, you're like, oh, it's taking forever just for an hour to pass. Right. So like they're trying to figure out why. And so I was reading that that thing like a while ago. And so my brain, for some reason, was thinking about that. And then I clicked the whole thing with you and you're where you're at and then also kind of like a little bit of like my stuff and other people's stuff but really what made it like fire off in my brain was you having your baby i think was the big thing so i was just Mm like whoa this is just insane and then the fact that like you know like any of the like you know myself my my siblings we could all like 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 not my child siblings but the older siblings that are all adults now any of us could be in the same position right now if we want like you know we could get married we could have kids or other things like you know we could do adult things that we could could go buy a house yeah we could go we could be arrested and be put into prison Like Those, I don't feel like that's supposed not to be like an adult intentionally, thing. but that is like not you know, a monument. I'm not saying that. I like, want. No, exactly. I'm I'm just saying that it's like it could happen. Right. <laughs> not that I want it to happen. Please don't. Like, it's a possibility. <laughs> it's not this, just uh, like this, you know you go to podcast like podcast has uh, a pretty good record. I would hate for half of the podcast getting arrested to go on its permanent record. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I've talked a lot. You you say something now. Sure. A fact I learned recently, this is going to be sound really lame because it's not like, oh, this is a fact you can apply to your life. Did you know that the largest organ in your body is your skin? Whoa. No, it's nothing like that. Um which is a the, true fact, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The fact that the fact that I learned recently is that my sister, who is 16 years old, is going through the exact same 21 pilots phase I went through when I was her age, except that she has access to more of the music because they've put out more music since then. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very strange to be like, like, so we were at Thanksgiving and she brought her ukulele and she generally when she brings her ukulele to like these family gatherings, she'll play and then she'll like offer it to me and I'll play and we'll try to trade it back and forth and have fun singing together. And she hands it to me and she's like, can you play one of the uh, like, I think she said Guns for Hands by 21 Pilots. She wanted me to play that song. And I had not listened to 21 Pilots in like four years. And so I was trying to remember it and I was playing it on my phone and like, OK, OK, that's how it goes. And so I was trying to pick it out. And she kept saying other songs that I had never heard of before. And I was like, oh, what band does that? And she's like, 21 Pilots. Like, oh. Oh, so like a newer song by 21 Pilots. Great. So in other news, I need to make a, pil- a playlist of 21 Pilots and listen to it sometime soon. Because I don't know why I stopped listening to them. I think I just got busy. It's also weird how like the consumption of music now has changed so dramatically since you know it's it's even just in the past eight years like how so because um like i don't know about maybe in the states but like uh, things take longer to to get up in the north 
because, you know, the North, well, maybe like the Northwest territories where I used, used yeah. to live, but like the ice kind of blocks. Yeah. The ice and, and snow, <laughs> middle of nowhere, Canada. <laughs> A, now everyone's just like, oh, advertisements on TV. Instead of saying like, go get your CDs now. It's available now and everything. It's like, no, add it to your playlist now or like pre-save it to your playlist. So, or to your libraries. So it'll automatically add it to your. That's wild. Library. Instead like, of, I've never even heard that before, but maybe that's just because like I don't I don't really consume music all that much at all. Right. Like, if I'm gonna be listening to something, because you know I ha- I'm a good Christian homeschooler who was brought up to like listen to two bands for the rest of my life, and they're <laughs> Al City and Reliant K, and Twenty One Pilots when I'm feeling edgy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, that's interesting. Like no they, news they will actually say. <laughs> Oh, well, there's a little bit of Newsboys, but, you know, I get my fill just remembering uh, that uh, <laughs> Belly of the Whale song. <laughs> you know, it's sort of like that it, Belly of the Whale Newsboys, quality. Right. God's Not Dead Newsboys, overrated. <laughs> right. No, I will agree with, with that. Cool. Is there any th- other so, yeah. parts to that with your sister? Just trying to uh, one-up each no, other and then she's just, just like, just oh, wait, blew- no, you're, you're, you're like old news. Ryan. <laughs> no, it just so it just blew my mind sort of that my sister was enjoying a band I enjoyed at the same age in probably about the same way because it's all too it's also often that like your your younger siblings or people from the next generation they're enjoying something completely different and you're just completely lost like you you grew up with like like my my parents probably grew up with like in sync and backstreet boys and then here comes along the next generation listening to uh, one direction and stuff and so it was just interesting like my sister is 8 years younger than me and she's still enjoying the same the same band so that just blew my mind i mean that makes total sense but at the same time yeah no it would totally wrinkle my brain too yeah fun shout out to my sister Love you. Uh, is this the one that I've met several times on the when we've chatted before? I don't know. <laughs> Which one did you meet? I can't remember names. It's been so long since we've chatted when you were back in your family's house before you moved out. It's been so long. So this one's Megan, the youngest. Oh, then I don't know because I don't remember names. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to answer your question. <laughs> Okay. All right. Anyway. So what's your sad fact? Um, It was so hard last week, like mm. relative to when we're recording this. Adventures in Odyssey related news. The actor who played Eugene Meltzner, Will Ryan, passed away. And uh, it was so out of the blue because mm-hmm. he and his family and everyone close to him, including a lot of the other Adventures in Odyssey team members and actors, they kept it close to them that he was uh, unwell. So it really came out of the blue and and blew my mind that he was just like suddenly passed away on Friday. And I'm sure it came out of the blue and blew everyone's mind as well. I know you and I messaged that same night as soon as the news broke. It was a bit surprising. Yeah. Yeah. From what I could tell, it was a a short battle with cancer that he was dealing with. And... So it was kept pretty hush-hush because it wasn't like they had a lot of time to share with everyone, you know? Yeah, no, it sounded like he did. I would imagine what happened 
like being involved with medical stuff in the past and, and my own mom's uh, cancer diagnosis and everything like that. Um, he probably started having symptoms and then went to the doctor. They investigated and then they found out it's later stage cancer and um, probably went through treatments, but it rapidly deteriorated anyway mm-hmm. from there. And uh, he probably told the people that need to be told probably like adventures and odyssey he probably like i mean every one on the team like phil lawler and i can't katie lee. katie lee of course a few of the other actors like <sighs> i can't think of everybody's name right now I, I know paul mccusker he's not involved right now but he was probably still in touch with him as well and but all these yeah. people, they're on the team. They would have known anyway. And so they probably would have been preparing as much as they could for this eventuality, but still praying and hoping that he would be, you know, see some sort of miracle and healed, you know, and get through the cancer somehow. But uh, unfortunately, when it's late stage cancer and especially certain types of cancer, it just can't do anything about it at this point mm-hmm. so but yeah so, yeah um but i'm really upset about it at... because of his uh sorry to interrupt you <laughs> no go ahead i was just gonna say that i'm really sad about it especially because of his uh show with katie tell you later because they were really getting and and it, honestly that show was really helping with me and my mental health getting out of some serious depression anxiety and uh, self just like isolating myself not self-isolation in the in the pandemic sense but like isolating myself socially from people and cutting mm-hmm. myself out of other people's lives just like laughing from them he 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 and katie were bringing so much joy and and, and their popcorn stuff oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> I, I regrettably like haven't listened to that podcast. I've listened to like one episode because I recently was like, oh yeah, that's a show that exists. I think I'll check out the most recent episode and I would love to go back through the catalog. Yeah. Recently when we got the news, we basically spent the next day or two just kind of binging Odyssey episodes with Will, Ryan, uh, as Eugene. And it's been really just kind of a special experience because it's like we like we know he was a Christian. I don't know that it says that anywhere publicly, but one of my podcast buddies was able to get confirmation from people on the Odyssey team that uh, he was saved. So just knowing that he's he's in a better place, it's it's sad for me and Hannah, but it's sort of kind of a bittersweet that, like, yeah, we will miss him, but we do have all the memories of the years of Odyssey and the work that he put onto the show. And it's, it was just really a quite special experience hearing all of that history of him on the show kind of all at once Yeah. in light of, in light of his passing. In the week leading up to his death, I just finished his, his character's storyline with um, Eugene finding his father. So mm-hmm. I had just wrapped that up and I was like, oh, I was just thinking, oh, I hope that they can uh, do something again with Eugene and his father yeah. before they can't, before like, you know, Will Ryan or whomever they can have play his father again are unable to. 
Right. <laughs> and then strangely enough that happened and i was like whoa oh you jinxed it <laughs> no <laughs> don't say that please no uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> no i know it's a it's a joke but still um yeah no it was just it, it was a little bit ironic and, and but yeah no i i agree with you he was a wonderful actor and i'm uh, from all accounts a wonderful person and a friend to everybody through like yeah. either in person, professionally working with through people, friends, whoever got to know him were very blessed. I would have loved to gotten to meet him in person and just shake his hand and spend a an hour even just yeah with that presence. Because like I've gotten to spend a few phone calls on with uh, through Tell You Later. They've done some live streams and I've gotten to spend some. Uh, and, and talked to him a few times through those, but those were very special. They were a little bit contrived because of the the format, but still. <laughs> anyway, enough of that for now. I think that we've we need to answer some more questions besides just Chris Howard's. Yes, we do. But yeah, all that to say, thank you, Will Ryan, for yes. all the years and. Yeah, that's. We'll see yeah. you later. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we will see you later. Or is that not? Hey, <laughs> is that not appropriate? I was gonna, I was gonna try to say something like that. Eugene would say, like, farewell, mm. or something like that. I'm actually thinking maybe we should skip the advertisement for this episode. Ooh, we've um, talked a lot. Yeah, yeah, we've talked a lot. Also, it'd be really weird to like go from. Okay, yeah, we're talking about Will Ryan. That's really sad, too. Whoa, what a wacky ad! You know? Unless so. we want to reset the... the... <laughs> reset the tone. Yeah, no. Uh, I think we can just kind of move on, and okay. uh, you guys will enjoy an advertisement next next episode. Uh, sorry, advertisers. You will have to... Uh, Man, they'll all have pile to... into the next episode, maybe. I don't know. Yep. Our first question, other than Chris, <laughs> comes from Bloopy, who asks... How does one get eggs out of a carpet? See, the one problem with this question, but thank you, Bloopy, for writing in. Oh, and thank you, Chris Howard. Oh, yes. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Chris Howard Chris as well. Bloopy. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you, everybody. But the one thing about this question that I find confusing is that they don't specify enough information for us. Be right? There are so many forms of egg, Bloopy. There is a whole egg. Like, it's still in the shell, and if it's just sitting in the carpet, you just pick it up. Yes. If it's, like, an egg white or an egg yolk yeah, cracked liquid. out of the egg, yes. that's different. If it's just an egg shell, that's also different. Yeah. Is it a cooked egg? Yeah. Like, you just dropped your egg that you were eating, uh, your scrambled egg or your yeah. sunny side up egg? It depends on egg. how it's cooked, it's too, because, yeah, scrambled egg makes a bigger mess than a single, like, put-together sunny side up egg. And also, is the yolk cooked through? In the sunny right. side up egg, because if it isn't, did that get all over the place too? Or is this like a metaphorical egg? Like you got egg on your face and now it's on the carpet. Oh, so maybe you're my just goodness. upset. Maybe, so maybe many you're variables. Just embarrassed on the carpet. This this is just too complex, I think, for us. But we're going to try because we have big brains. Little time, but you know, we will try anyway. Also, because we're dedicated to the answers. This is what the show is all about. Exactly. Okay. If it's a full egg 
and it's not been broken or if it just has a crack and it hasn't yet leaked out, obviously just pick it up. But you had to pick it up with not enough force to crush it. Yes. Because then you'll have a bigger mess. Yes. Also, don't use a spoon. They seem like they would carry an egg well, but I've done like an egg race thing and spoons are the most inefficient way to carry an egg. Oh, so just use your hands. Yes. Also, be careful of the carpet type because is it a floofy carpet? Is it a flat, very like dense, very like hard, almost like uncomfortably firm carpet? Like it, you wouldn't sleep on that because like it would might it might roll away if it's too firm. <laughs> so you might you might have to act fast. Right. Right. Absolutely. Whereas the floofy carpet, it'll stay you still. Your, so you, you don't want your egg to be on a roll. <laughs> no, you don't. And you don't want it to get lost in the floof if it's a really floofy carpet either because some, someone could come and step on it. So yes. don't lose it in the floof. Now, in the case of egg yolk or egg white that is now cracked and just fallen into your carpet, I don't know why you were cracking an, like an, unwashed, or an uncooked egg into your carpet, but that's neither here nor there. Do you have Here's carpet the first in your thing kitchen? That you that's dumb. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> not a good choice. Uh, get get some rehab done. <laughs> no, but um, the first thing. So this is my non-answer: is to get boiling water and toss it on the egg because it'll cook it instantaneously, and then you can just scrape it off, and you don't have to deal with getting it. To, to like dabbing it off you know like it just cooks all the way through that's not actually my actual answer that's dumb (laughs) my actual answer is to first scrape off the excess egg so you're gonna just take like a scraper or like a at the worst like a fork or something maybe even like a rag and you're going to just scrape off the excess stuff and just dump that into the sink or into the trash or something. The scraper can come out of the trash once you're done doing that. And then you're going to mix one tablespoon of liquid hand dishwashing detergent, okay? So if you've got that detergent around, great. If you've got just kind of like Dawn dish soap, that'll work. If you've got hand soap, maybe do like a little bit extra. And then mix that with two cups of warm water. And you're going to just use that on a clean cloth. You're going to take that clean cloth and you're going to sponge the stain with the detergent solution. Okay? And you're going to just kind of sponge it up. Okay? Sponge. Really sponge it. Okay? And you're blotting it until the liquid is completely absorbed. You, okay? You don't really want to rub it around. You want to like... No. No, you want like to get the fabric down and then get the egg up into the fabric without spreading it around into the fabric, okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to repeat that sponging and blotting and sponging and blotting and sponging and blotting until the stain disappears and you're good. If that doesn't work, you're screwed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there are other options, uh, stain removers and such do you have any additional advice matthew okay yeah so what you said is is very handy dandy what can also help is use actually this is what's done on some transit systems out there and other like public areas when there's a liquid spill usually it's on a flat surface like 
um, tiles or concrete or something like that, but they'll put a special absorbent powder over it and that'll actually soak up the whatever liquid it is. And then they so can like just a gel or something. Yeah. It's, it's usually like an equivalent of like what's in baby diapers and kitty litter and sand. Oh, some kind of like a baking powder or something. Yeah. So you can either use baking powder to help soak it up or what can also work well is borax. Oh yeah. Really works. I'm the borax. I speak. (laughs) So start by doing the like first, like scoop up as much as you can, like Ryan said, and then, and then dab up as much as you can with, with a, um, a cloth. If, if, if it's a, um, a more loose carpet, that has more fringe to it, then definitely like sort of comb it with the cloth, sort of like pull it, pull, pull away. Yeah. Like kind of, kind of skim it. Yeah. But don't rub it into the, like the base of where the carpet goes against the floor. The scalp. Don't rub it into the scalp of the carpet. Yeah. The scalp of the carpet. <laughs> Just the hair, like where it like goes towards comb the hair. Pull, no comb. scalp. From the from the base towards the tips of the the hair of the carpet, but then like pour some borax over it, leave it to sit there for like an hour to three hours. Don't let the dogs or cats lick or sniff that because that's not good for for them. And then vacuum it up, and that can help to get rid of any like remaining stuff. So there you go. That's the the, the biggest thing that I have to add to that. Is just to help get rid of the last little bit that you can't with, get with the cloth. Next Solid question. Advice. Yeah, there Next you go. Next question. Okay, moving on. We've got Cornelius, who is actually my brother-in-law. Again, mind blow. <laughs> <laughs> and he asks, how do I get over my hatred of my own voice enough to actually get the confidence to release my music? Well, thank you, Cornelius, for writing in and also I hear you on this I have the same <laughs> issue um less so now than I used to back uh, I don't know how long ago but Matthew do you have music you're not releasing to the world well I, I was gonna say it's more just generally listening to my voice than just singing but knowing what my voice sounds like like I've recorded my voice singing and just knowing about that, being able to sing in front of people solo or in a small group of like two to three people is is hard to do because I have recorded my own voice by myself just as a practice mechanism. And then I also have recorded some music for myself. I don't necessarily plan on releasing it. Usually it's, what do you call it when it's not voiced? It's on the tip of my tongue. It's just instrumental. Instrumental. I was even just about to say it's just instruments, <laughs> <laughs> even though technically the voice is classified as a type of instrument, but it's not commonly thought of as an instrument. But yeah, no, I, I hear you on the heart. It's hard to listen to your own voice yourself, but there's there are some techniques that you can do here. The big one that I have for you, Cornelius, is... Practice Cornelius. what? It, he's, he pronounces it Cornelius. Oh, Cornelius! I did that at first because you said that, and then I switched back to the other one because. <laughs> okay, Cornelius. 
okay, this is why we had people, even if it was redundant, <laughs> send the pronunciations <laughs> in with them. No, I'm kidding. You don't have to do that, but that's... <laughs> but Cornelius, uh, the biggest thing is practice. Just do it over and over again. Like, get used to hearing your own voice. And um, uh, instead of thinking of it as your voice, think of it as listening to a voice. If you need to attribute it to somebody, think of it as... I don't know. She's like, no, I'm editing Tom Selleck's voice, not my own. Yeah, think of it as someone else. If it, if it if if it helps to think of it as someone else's, like uh, an actual person, then attribute it to them. I usually think of it as an imaginary person. Uh, I don't have like a specific imaginary person in my head, but like just a a vague idea of someone else in my own head. So don't yeah, think of it as your own voice is the biggest thing. And just practice listening to your own voice over and over again. I will say after recording and editing vlogs and like videos of myself for a year or two, I finally like got to that point where I can hear myself in editing software and it actually sound like myself rather than just being like, that doesn't sound like me at all. Yeah. And I feel, I feel that's part of the, the hump of releasing your own music is that you sing and in your head it sounds one way and then you get it into the so- the software and it's like, that's not how I sound at all. Yeah. But if you keep doing it and even release stuff, even when you produce it and you're just like, this does not sound good at all, just release it, just keep going. And the more you go, it's sort of a, you have to trust the process yes. that, that it will get better. You will probably look back on it in several years and be like, wow, I sounded a lot different than I sound now because I've gained confidence and that's good. But that's part of the process is to just keep doing it, keep producing it, know that it's not going to be your best, but it's also, well, it's not going to be the best you'll ever do, but it's the best you can do right now. Yes. Do the best. And that's that you can do. And that's all you can do. And then, you can always revisit things in the future. I mean, it's not exactly why Taylor Swift's doing it right now, but Taylor Swift is currently re-recording all of her early music right now. And, you know, it, it's almost one-to-one what she did originally, but you can still hear a difference in the strength of her voice, in the floor and the ceiling. She's gained range and the strength in the range and everything, the confidence the level has also been a little bit more oomphed up and everything. So um, you can always revisit things later down the road if you want to redo it down the road, you know? So it does. it's not set in stone forever, and you've got to start somewhere. Reverb. Oh. Also reverb. I will say this. When I produce my own music, generally... There are songs that I've made in the past where I don't use reverb and some there where I do add a little bit of reverb. And you would be surprised how much a little bit of reverb that just makes it sound like you're actually singing into a microphone rather than just singing in a closet. It does wonders. You don't want to go crazy on it, but it does something to the voice to make it fill out and sound like it's actually a stage performance rather than just a person singing in a big empty room, you know? 
Yeah. Like a big empty room with no acoustics. <laughs> yeah, no, because like even, even in a room, even the room that I'm in, like there's going to be room sound. There's going to be the presence of, like you said, reverb, slight echo, even if it, if you if you're not listening to it and not aware of it, there's still that reverb and echo. And if, if you don't hear that, your brain still is just like, there's something unnatural here. And uh, it stands out. And then if you add that in the reverb, then, then your brain's just like, oh, yes, this, this is normal. That's partly why in some, in some cases, some artists will record their um, performance, especially like classical artists or opera artists and stuff like that. Instead of recording in a studio with like sound treatments everywhere and let, like trying to isolate everything so that they can add it in post-production or digitally or through a, a soundboard, they'll go into like a big cathedral um, and they'll use Ooh. the cathedral to have those things, those artifacts of, of reverb and the, and the room sound. That's fun. I know a opera singer slash pianist. Her name's Karen Ziden and she was my um, piano teacher and she's performed all over and she learned, she studied in Germany or something like that. I can't remember. Actually, I can't remember. It might've been Budapest. I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Referencing something that Ryan and I saw earlier. <laughs> but but uh, she recorded a Christmas album and she did it in the big cathedral. And uh, she had to wake up super early to do it, though, because uh, you couldn't have uh, any traffic outside because it would have been picked up by the microphones. So there had to be absolute silence outside the building so that she could pick up Dedication. all the... Sorry? dedication yeah no exactly and she had a hard time listening to her voice too somewhat because even though she's a professional and she, she's done this for a long time and everything i think this was her first time releasing an album though she sat and listened to her voice uh, I, I don't think that she was the one doing the editing but she sat with the editor doing all the the stuff and just listening to it over and over again and of course it's also christmas music on top of that so she was just sick of christmas music and she was sick of her own voice by the end of it and she was just kind of like cringing uh she has confidence her own voice and everything like that but she was still critiquing her own voice and she was just like i don't want to hear my own recorded voice anymore <laughs> she was just done with it <laughs> so even like you know professionals have the same problem so it's not just you everybody has the same problem it just takes time practice doing it over and over again taking some time don't judge yourself and if you are judging something I would say judge the technique, the timbre, and the the technical aspects, not your your personal style, like your own right sound. You know your vo vocal signature, right? Like you you have a unique signature, and you gotta just kind of own that. Yeah. But there are like when I'm doing my music, one thing that I'll do is I'll listen to it. And I'm not going to be like, oh, my voice is too nasally. Oh, my voice is too whatever thing that I can't change, really. But I do pay attention to like, okay, here my pitch wasn't the best. I'm going to re-record this line. Or here, I said it a little too fast. I said it a little too slow. Re-record that line. And I'll probably, when I'm recording my uh, music, I'll record over several, several times. I do not generally right. have like a one-hit 
wonder as far as like one take wonder. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got through my entire song. I'm going to be re- recording that chorus. I'm going to be, be singing it over and over and then overlaying all those different options, yes. listening to each one and saying, okay, that one actually sounds really good. And maybe I'll even throw in a little auto tune because yes. I'm not, on key perfectly all the time. I really wish I were. I like to think I am until I listen to it back and I'm like, what? Ryan, are you deaf? What's going on? <laughs> Pitch deaf? Yeah. No, uh, don't like compare yourself to these videos at all. But um, if you did search up video- videos of like, say, Ariana Grande uh, in studio recording her actual like released version of a song, she'll go line by line the same thing and she'll sing it and then she'll ask for playback she'll hear it and then she'll be like okay let's go back and do this and then she'll she might even say okay we're going to redo all of that and she'll go and redo the entire section because she's like i didn't like the direction that this went into so it's similar to how they do it because for a song that's released as a, as a recording you want it to be the best that it can be right so you are going to go back and redo bits that you don't like especially with the technology that we have now that en- enables that so yeah don't be afraid to go back and redo things but don't judge your own voice you are who you are just only think about the 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 notes the the rhythm the pr- pronunciation the diction that kind of thing and also if I can add, think about like sort of know your voice as in find your range. Oh, like, yes. If you of if you course. don't know your range, go online. There's YouTube videos where you can test your range and they'll just like play different notes. And if you can emulate the note perfectly, that's in your range. If you cannot, if you're like, ding, ah, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, then that's not your range. And you yeah. can determine, okay, my range is this note to this note. And don't sing at the top or the bottom of those ranges. No. Sing sweet spot right in the middle. Make sure that you're staying in there. Change, transpose your music so that you're in the key that suits you best. Because that's what I do. Yeah. I will take songs. Like, I think I've made parodies of songs. And it's like a Taylor Swift song. And I'm just screaming, trying to match that uh, tone, yeah. that pitch that she's chosen. And I'm like, nope, nope, this song is in C, but we are going to be playing it in D, down an octave. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to just try that. Oh, hey, what do you know? I can actually sing. Yeah. No, exactly. You can't do no human, no, or how should I phrase this? No two, no two humans can sing exactly the same. Sometimes you can, not everyone can, right? So... Know your own voice, of course, like Ryan said. So that's a that's really good advice. If you can work with a vocal coach, uh, if you can if you can do that, that would be great. Take vocal lessons. I have done a little bit of that with Karen. But and, and another thing is to relax. Don't drink coffees. Don't cough. Don't blow pee. your nose too much. What did you say? Don't don't pee. No, you said don't cough, and I said e. <laughs> don't cough e. Don't cough e. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I was like, what does not peeing have to do with singing? <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised how well you can sing when you really need to use the restroom. <laughs> yeah. 
No, make sure, like, relax, especially your neck and your your stomach. Make sure you're breathing from the bottom of your stomach. You don't want to be breathing shallow. I know different types of singing have different types of body posture and breathing mechanisms. And so it depends on what you're doing exactly. And But just remember to relax, have space for yourself. And catch your voice at good times. Yeah. Because I've found like after like a long day of talking, I probably don't have it in me. Yeah. So you need to plan or, like, for it. Or right? Like, right at the beginning of the day when I'm not warmed up. But sometimes after like talking minimally at work, I'll be on my way home singing in the car and be like, dang, I sound good. <laughs> yeah. Why can't I record now? No, exactly. So you do have to plan for it, right? If you're going to, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. So try some techniques, just work and pay attention to yourself and figure out what works. So it just takes practice, repetition, and noticing without judgment. So you don't want to judge yourself too much. And if necessary, find someone to listen to your music who can judge who can judge you. No, <laughs> not not judge, can, but can, can like critique. Sort of yeah. yeah, be well. They can critique you, give you give you Feedback. soft critiques, but also be that voice of reason. Like, no, it doesn't sound bad. You sound awesome. Yeah, and even better yet, here's another thing you could do if you wanted to really push yourself to release music: is make it with somebody. Like, if you do a duet of some sort, one, your voice is not the only thing there. If the other person has a good voice, then now you've got two good voices, and they're complementing each other, and then. Two, even if you think your voice doesn't sound well, just pretend it's not there and listen to the other person. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, but <laughs> exactly. seriously, like, when I know when I'm doing a group project with somebody, it gives me more motivation to get it out there because I have sort of a obligation to that other person. Holds so that's just like another, kind of just another tip. You don't have to take that advice. Yeah. But that's another option. Yeah. And, and plus that acts uh, as a as a way to get feedback from the right people. Because when you ask ask for feedback from the wrong people, you're not necessarily getting helpful feedback because people can just be like, oh, yeah, no, that sounds good. And you're like, no, I want something more helpful than just, oh, it just sounds good. And you're like, right. you're like okay, it sounds uh, really good. Tell me Does specifically that what <laughs> is wrong with me. Yeah, and, you're, and, and you're like, yeah, don't just say that either. You don't want to just say, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, listen to this and tell me what's bad about it. I and then take that as like a personal attack or anything like that. You just want, you know, send it to other creative people, maybe other people online that you look up to, ask for feedback. Make a scratch track first, like a a rough version of it. And that way, when you make the final version, you can also have a progress marker as you go. So like, here's the original version that you started out with. And then here's the final version that you start out with. Or, or finish with, with reverb, with reverb and all the, the 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 finishing touches, all the practice that you put into it, and all the the notes that you've taken into account, and then you can be like, uh, listen to the first version, and be like, okay, no, I can hear what's here, and then the final version, you can be like, ah, no, this is it, cool. So you can see your progress because reflecting on progress helps you to see that you're going somewhere and not just seeing what's now because if you don't see where you were versus now all you see is now and you just think oh i'm stuck in the same spot that i was this whole time i'm not getting anywhere i'm not 
I'm not doing anything more than what I was yesterday or last week. So it's important to see the progress you've made, right? So reflect on yep. where you've been and where you are now and where you're headed. So just remember that the fact that you're even pursuing this at all is amazing. So like, you know, good on you for actually having this per pursuit of music. So yeah. And most of this applies to anything even outside of music, except for like the pitch specific things. But like, you know, take account of where you are. If there's anything that you're wanting to do, writing, moving on with other things in your life, anything, just take it, see where you were, figure out where you're at now and be appreciated or, and be proud of that. Cool. So we've talked yeah. a lot about this. Was there anything else that you wanted to say before we finish? No, I think uh, I think that's all the advice I had. Okay, so cool. Wow. That there was so much, but also so little. We have lots of questions for next time. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for sending in your questions. Question of the week for you guys is how do you feel about your own voice when you hear it recorded, and what do you do to deal with it? The hashtag to answer that question is hashtag OxCableSings. You can tweet that for feedback. You can also check out our website, OxCableShow.com. That's where this episode is posted to, and you can uh, join the conversation either on the not forum or in the comments section. We also have social media. OxCableShow is our handle on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the like. And you can send us questions by emailing us questions at OxCableShow.com, or you can... Also, just check out our Discord. Basically, anything that you could want to do as far as it relates to this podcast is on the website, oxcableshow.com. And if you're on one of the podcasting services that lets you leave a review, I don't think we've ever asked this before, but if you could leave a review, that'd be great. Please. I'm curious. (laughs) On the uh, Apple podcast, I wonder if we actually have any reviews. I'm going to search it right now. I I think we have stars, but I don't think we have written reviews. Gasp. Gasp. (laughs) Uh, It would be interesting if we did. Is that down? Oh, we have a 4.8 out of 5 with 20 ratings. Oh, and ooh, Nomic left a review. Well, thank you. He said the two hosts, Matthew and Ryan, compliment each other so well. And hearing their banter is always a hoot. If you like two dudes talking podcasts, you'll probably like this. The advice they give is usually helpful, but sometimes immensely dubious. But when that happens, they acknowledge it. (laughs) The only thing I'd like to say to new listeners is that you won't enjoy it as much if you're not part of the cow moonity, but will still enjoy yourself. Well, that's a fun. That was three years ago that he left that. And I've never seen it. That's amazing. Yeah, no, I, I knew that we had stars, but I, I couldn't remember because I've looked at the reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts now. I'm so used to iTunes <laughs> as the name. Apple Podcasts, right. I looked last year sometime and I, I knew there were stars and I couldn't remember if there were um, written reviews. But yeah. Well, there are. Yay, well, thank you. Yeah, if you want to leave us a review, please feel free. Beyond that, thank you for listening to the episode. And joining us for the last hour. (laughs) (laughs) For the last, yeah. (laughs) Insert time amount here. (laughs) It's been an hour of recording and it'll probably be 
the similar amount edited down. Oof. Well, with that said, I'm going to go edit. Thanks for joining me, Matthew. Thank you for joining me, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. Also, thank you so much for all the questions, everybody. I can't wait to answer more next time. On the Ox Cable. On the Ox Cable! (laughs) Yeah! And I think that's all that we have time for today. I hope we'll see you in the next episode. Okay, bye! Egg, 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 egg. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha ha! Yes. <laughs>